Okay, my friends. So today we are reading a story called The Lost Ski. Do you know what skiing is? Yeah, skis are tall things, long skinny things that you can attach to your boots. And they glide on top of snow. So if you're ever up on a mountaintop, you can have a pair of skis. And they'll help you safely and quickly get down the mountain without having to climb. You can just slide down. I mean, there has to be snow, but they're really useful. And it's a fun winter sport. During wintertime, people ski and sled and ice skate, things like that. You with me? All right. So today's story, The Lost Ski by Michael Anderson, illustrated by Anel Yap, is read today by Mommy and... He's thinking. Mommy and... Oh, are you are you mute? You can't speak? Oh, that's what it is. Oh, my friends, he cannot speak. He is just here, but silent. Okay, well, my silent friend, who I don't know, maybe he's Philip, maybe he's not. The only way to know is to see if he decides to talk. But maybe he will, maybe he won't. Are you ready for your story, oh silent one? Oh silent one. Okay, he's nodding. So let's get right down to it. The sun was shining down as Sam, a bright orange ski, excitedly glided down the slopes. She was with her best friends, Zoe, a purple snowboard, and Henry, a green ski. Well, now, that's impressive to me because my favorite color is purple. And somebody I know has a favorite color of green. And then somebody else I know's favorite color is orange. So it works out pretty well. Okay, let's see what happens. They loved exploring new trails and seeing the beautiful snowy mountains around them. Zoe was leading the way today. Come on, let's go this way, she yelled, heading towards a blue trail. This one's going to be steeper than the last one, warned Henry. We can do it. Green trails are a bit too easy, laughed Sam. So, did you know that when you go skiing down mountains, they have trails that you can ski down and they label them with different colors to let you know which one is easy and which one is hard. It's true. It's true. Watch out for those black ones. Okay. Down they went, side by side, and gaining speed. When they reached the bottom of the mountain, they celebrated conquering the trail. Good pick, Zoe, said Henry. Yeah, that was really fun, added Sam. After they caught their breath, they went to the lift station. Each of them loved looking around as they were lifted to the top of the mountain. They saw squirrels fighting for nuts and watched other skis and snowboards making their way down the mountain. Did you know when you go skiing, they often have something called a ski lift, which you can sit on and it carries you, down, carries you up the mountain. 
so that you don't have to try to carry your skis up the mountain by yourself. It's a very convenient way to get up a mountain. Could you slide up that mountain? You can't slide up a mountain. No, that takes too much force, especially if it's a steep mountain. Yeah, you have to have somebody else help you get up there. Okay, back to mute mode. He's quiet again. Okay, safely at the top, Henry said, let's race down the next one. Without hesitating, Zoe pointed to the closest trail and said, that one. Zoe and Henry whooshed past and Sam followed behind. Her friends were gaining speed and far in front of her. Uh-oh. Sam tried to catch up but couldn't. Then Sam spotted a clearing in the trees. That's probably a shortcut, she thought, and decided to cut through the trees. Now, it's never a good idea when you're skiing to leave the trail just in general but when the mountain was steeper and curving in a direction Sam didn't expect oh no what's gonna happen where is this path leading wondered Sam more trees appeared and Sam slowed down she looked around and had no idea where she was she was lost what should you do if you get lost? I guess it depends on where you are, huh? Yeah. Sam couldn't backtrack as the mountain was too steep. She felt scared. Snow began falling faster, making it difficult to see where she was going. And this, my friends, is why we should always have a plan. If we go someplace, make sure you talk to your grown-ups and say, okay, mom or dad or whoever, uh, what do I do if I get lost? And that way, if you do get lost, you know where to go. When Zoe and Henry made it back down the mountain, they noticed Sam wasn't behind them. Where is she? Asked Zoe. She was right behind me when we started, said Henry. This wasn't good. They quickly alerted the ski patrol, who launched a search party to find Sam. Sam kept, look, kept looking for the path, but the wind picked up, making it hard to see. She started feeling hopeless when she spotted a faint glow through the trees. She edged closer and realized the glow was coming from a cave. She hesitated at first, but she was freezing and desperately feeling afraid and despite feeling afraid she cautiously went inside <gasps> would you go inside of a cave i don't know immediately sam felt the warmth of a flickering fire that must have been the source of the glow she thought stepping closer and suddenly she saw a huge hairy creature with sharp claws and big teeth who is it Bigfoot. Bigfoot. It looks like a Yeti. Yeah, the abominable snowman. Oh, goodness. What are we going to do? What does abominable mean? Well, it means, in this case, um, a big, frightening, strong, scary. Mm. Yeah, big guy. 
Who goes there? Roared the creature. Ah, uh, Sam. My name is Sam, she said nervously. The creature stood up, towering above her. Sam felt terrified, but then it turned and smiled at her. Hi, I'm Everest the Yeti. Sam let out a big, deep breath. You are mighty big and scary, said Sam quietly. Yes, I am big, but I'm not scary. Yetis are more friendly than squirrels, and that's a fact, announced Everest, stated Everest proudly. Now, Sam was not convinced, but so she said nothing. I wouldn't be convinced. I mean, we can see in the picture, he's a pretty big guy. What is a... Oh, I'm sorry, it's ever saying. Okay, what is a ski doing out here anyway? Yeah, good question. So Sam told Everest what happened during the race with her friends as she warmed herself by the fire. See, he's actually kind of asking good questions. Why are you out here? Well, I'm glad you found my cave, Everest said. And luckily for you, I know this mountain like the back of my paw. I will help you get back to the ski slopes safely. Sam shook her head, still feeling afraid of the Yeti. How can I trust that you will help me? She said. You can trust me, insisted Everest. Don't be frightened by my looks. And at this, he ruffled through a bag by the fire. Ah, here it is, he said. And Everest pulled out a shiny badge and showed it to Sam. It read, Ski Patrol Volunteer. You work with the Ski Patrol? Asked Sam. I sure do, responded Everest. Well, Sam's nerves melted away and she felt safe with Everest, even with his sharp claws and big teeth. I mean, he's got a big old fire for hers to sit next to, so that's probably pretty nice. Okay, she said confidently. I will accept your help. Everest led the way out of the cave and through the snow-covered forest. As the trees started to clear, Everest pointed to a small opening. This way, and we are back on the trail. As Sam and Everest emerged, the ski patrol was passing by. Everest, you found the lost ski, called out the patrol. Actually, she found me, laughed Everest. Sam was relieved that she wasn't lost anymore. She was finally reunited with her friends who hugged her tight, glad she was safe. Sam was so grateful for Everest's help that she asked him, why are you so kind to me despite how scared I was of how you looked? And Everest answered, there's more to me than what you see on the outside. Some people may look or sound different from you, but that doesn't mean they can't be your friend. Sometimes help can come from surprising places. Though I wouldn't ask a squirrel for help. And all of them laughed at this as they got back on the ski lifts together and headed for the top of the mountain. Back at the top of the mountain, Zoe, Sam, and Henry waved goodbye to Everest as he disappeared into the trees. They had learned the importance of sticking together and accepting help when lost. 
try this race one more time, said Sam. And with that, she burst down the hill with Zoe and Henry close behind. And you know what? I think that's a really great way to start to having the conversation about what you do if you get lost and who you can trust if you're ever in a place where you don't know people around you. Usually my rule of thumb is if you can't find mom and dad and you're in a place like park or something like or that Costco. or cost oh let's do costco yep if you are in the store and you get lost you should always go to the front of the store and ask them to page your mom and dad you can ask someone who works there with a the name tag on right if that is if you don't have a place to meet mom and dad right but always get a good plan that's important to do don't you think and that, my friends, is the end. Thanks so much for listening to today's story. If you wanted to get a copy of this story, I have got a great tool I wanted to make you aware of. You can pop over to amazon.com slash shop slash Storytime with Philip and Mommy. And you will see I've created a list for every month of the year. And in each list, I have put links for every story that we have read in that month. So you can easily find a link to the story so you can purchase it for yourself. And of course, this all goes to um, help support our, our podcast so we can get new materials. And of course, don't forget, you can also pick up your copy of the Storytime with Philip and Mommy book, The Sprightly Sprite and the Dragon Dragon. And of course, we always hope that you guys enjoy our stories. And we want to say thank you so much for listening.